With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Welcome, everyone, to WCW Retro. I'm your host, the evening Papa Stroh, the Maestro of Wrestling. 
Great to have you guys with us as always. And tonight, this very special night, we'll be discussing the Monday Night Wars between WCW and the WWE from years past. Uh, very interesting topic to, to jump into. I can't wait to discuss it with you guys here tonight. And speaking of discussing, uh, anytime you guys like to call in live during tonight's uh, podcast, you can do so at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And this is the place to be, folks. We talk about past, present, future professional wrestling, so much more. You never know if you'll call in, tap the phones, the wild, wild west of podcasts right here on WCW Retro with the great VOCNation.com network. Support our great podcasts and programming right here on VOCNation.com. Uh, for example, In the Room podcast every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, every Wednesday night at uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Wrestling With History with Bruce Wirt, Ken Resnick, and Bill Apter. Of course, WCW Retro every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Wrestling With Problems podcast. Uh, Raging Bull Randy Fernandez has his own podcast here. Uh, Sassy Steph has her own podcast as well. Uh, Briscoe and Big Ace. And all the great podcasts we got right here on VOCNation.com. Just go to VOCNation.com for the respected time and schedule of your favorite VOC Nation podcast and enjoy. Great listens as always. And support us also on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOCNation. Get your favorite VOC Nation t-shirt today, including one of WCW Retro and one of yours truly, Papa Stro, the four faces of Stro. So uh, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOC Nation and support us on VOC Nation. Um, and speaking of merchandise, I have my own merchandise as well, Papa Stro, uh, at my official web- merchandise website, thestro.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com slash merchandise. Also all together, it's thestro.com slash merchandise. Get your favorite Papa Stro merch today for all ages, including pets. And represent Team Stro worldwide. I'm on Facebook at Stro the Maestro, which tomorrow night will be at midnight Eastern Standard Time on my official Facebook. Will be another edition of my horror sci-fi show, The Stro Zone, of course, at facebook.com slash Stro the Maestro. And tomorrow night's feature, midnight Eastern Standard Time, will be The Ghoul, starring Boris Karloff. So please tune in. I'm on Twitter, at Sign the Stro. Instagram, at Stro Maestro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys. Subscribe at youtube.com slash stromaestro. If you'd like to make a donation to yours truly, Papa Stro, buy me a cup of coffee, give me some tips, etc. And thank you for those that have already donated. But if you'd like to donate, send it to my PayPal at paypal.me slash papastro. So all together, it's paypal.me, M is a Mary, E is an E, slash papastro. And thank you in advance for your support. Uh, and I'm taking bookings, guys, uh, all kinds of stuff, uh, wrestling, commentary, voiceover, commercials, endorsements, charities, interviews, uh, you'd like to cast me for your television uh, event or film, uh, seminars, uh, you name it. I do a lot these days, radio, et cetera, uh, personal appearances, autograph signings, you name it. So if you'd like to book yours truly, Papa Stroh, for your event. Comic-Cons included. <laughs> Email me. Hit me up. Strofoya at yahoo.com. S-T-R-O number 4-Y-A at yahoo.com. 
And if you'd like to be a special guest on an upcoming episode of WCW Retro, hit me up as well, WCWRetroYahoo.com. Let's get you some exposure right here on WCW Retro. Uh, Shout-outs to uh, Lost of the Funhouse podcast with Greg Roblondi and Antler Hill. Uh, give them a look-see on YouTube. Just type in Lost in the Funhouse podcast on YouTube search. Uh, Innovative Hybrid Wrestling of the Maritimes there in Canada. Give them a shout and see what they're up to on their Facebook page at facebook.com slash IHWWrestling. Uh, Fishing with Special Friends. Or fishing with Friends. Fish, excuse me. Fishing with Special Friends.com. Um, Masters of Ring Entertainment at Masters of Ring Entertainment.com. The Cauliflower Alley Club, which is returning in September in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, give them a shout on their official website, which is cauliflowerallyclub.org, O-R-G. And uh, with that, oh, gosh, so much is going on. Uh, I just wrapped up uh, with production with the upcoming film The Devil's Daughter, which is a Harlequin origin story, which I'll be starring as Dr. Arkham in that film. Uh, that's premiering around, um, per se, Halloween, projecting. So I'm really excited for you guys to check out this film. It's, it's going to be really cool, guys, for sure. But The Devil's Daughter, give them a look-see on the latest on their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Daughter. I'm going to be on set also later on this year for the fourth season of the Dust Series, which I currently star as the Chief, and you can check out all three seasons of Florida Dust Series on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Series, the USK Series. Uh, I've got an upcoming pilot and miniseries I'm going to be working on soon. Give you guys informed on that. Uh, I have a horror movie that will be out possibly towards the end of this year, too. It's called Stench of Iniquity, which I'll be starring as an ancient vampire named Abba in the film. And for more information on this upcoming film, Stench of Iniquity, go to their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Stench of Iniquity. And I see the callers are lining up, which is fantastic. Um, we'll get you guys really soon. Just hang tight. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll be talking Monday Night Wars right here at WCW Retro, so stick with us. We'll be back in a few, folks. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, 
and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists, and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights. 9 Eastern on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. We're back, WCW Retro, a little Terry Funk for you guys. Um, Uncle Terry, man, 
Uh, in my thoughts and prayers, as well as he is with you guys as well. Um, get better soon, Bunker. We love you, man. Uh, the legend, man. The man himself. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Things are going good, man, right here at WWE Retro. Tonight's uh, a special night. We're talking the Monday Night Wars between WCW and WWE back in the day. So this should be a lot of fun to talk about. And uh, just a reminder, the calls are lining up. Uh, sit tight with, with you guys in just a few moments. But the rest of you guys are listening. You want to call in? Uh, join the party. The Monday Night Wars party right here on WCW Retro. 914-338-1885. So, uh, as Officer Tatum would say on YouTube, let's get into this. <laughs> All right. First off, 843 area code. Welcome to WCW Retro. What's up? What's up? Hey, it's the amazing Velvet. How you doing, brother? Welcome back, man. Oh, it is? Oh, God. Where'd he come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm here. He almost sounded like Mel Brooks. In the Melly Saddles. It is? <laughs> it is? Well, he's the governor. <laughs> the governor? Yeah, yeah, the governor. Governor. Yeah, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? How you been? Uh, you know, been a rough week, uh, but still, you know, I'm here. I had a little kick up, but I'm I'm all right. I'm getting there. But, good, uh, good. You know, well, if you know you got the public relief, that's... always stop by WCW Retro. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, as long as Brian doesn't call in and looking for Kyle again, we're good to go. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, well, That's when, so funny. when I see the Skype number pops up, I was like, "Oh, there's Brian." Yeah, there's Brian. The, Brian. Number, so. <laughs> the, the mysterious well, one one one. He doesn't want to. Yeah, well, he doesn't want to <laughs> give up his phone number, so I get that, and he goes online and does it that way. <laughs> and, and he's and he's got like WSC lounge going on, you know, with all the soap opera actors. Oh you know, man, well. he's got a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. I mean, I looked at some of the stuff him. recently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, uh, he almost he gave does. me some spoilers the other night on AW Dynamite. I was like away from a meeting. I was going to, I had DVR. I was going to watch it later when I got home. And right. Don't give me spoilers, right? Exactly. Yo, let me watch it. <laughs> Thanks, man. But let me watch yeah. it. Let me watch it on the thing, man. But, uh, yeah. Oh, no man. kidding, no, right? right? Don't tell me about it. <laughs> Oh God! He's one of those um, guys okay. that will do it, though. All right, we got him now. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, we got a couple of numbers popping up. Let's see what we got here. Oh, nine one zero zero. Okay, let's see who this is. Uh, okay, nine one zero area code. It could be. Um, well, welcome to WCW Retro. <laughs> Papa Stroll, Velvet. How y'all doing? Hey, oh, Todd. Todd. <laughs> welcome back. How you been? Oh, I've been outstanding to Supernatural. Uh, what can I that's say? The wrong, uh, yeah, well, like that's, the wrong, that's the wrong podcast, but uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> welcome anyway. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Big no, 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 Boy won't be doing a surprise run-in or anything, so you're you're cool. Oh, no, no surprise. My big pleasure. Any Supernatural disasters might come along, you know what I mean? You're good. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> revenge of the lizard man routine going on where it's like revenge, <laughs> no, Montezuma's yeah. revenge. No, 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 Montezuma. No, any revenge. I mean, you're, you're perfectly safe here, brother. It's, it's all good. 
I'm digging it. The uh, what a great topic tonight. One of the yeah. great prime, prime times of wrestling. Period. Oh man, what oh, an yeah. amazing time that was! Dude. Holy cow, Monday Night Wars, dude. So let's um, hey, it, hold that. Hold it that legitimized VCRs. It, it really did. It really did. A uh, lot it, it put VCRs in business. <laughs> really mm-hmm. Oh Lord! Oh, well, hold that thought because we're going to invite more people in the mix. We got uh, awesome. Professor Steve coming in to join us. Uh, Professor Steve, welcome back, hey. brother. Uh, I know I know you'll be digging this topic tonight for sure. Yeah, I, I got to be honest. I, I'm on cruise control because uh, I had no sleep and I just got out of a jujitsu class, so. Oh, I'm a little bit tired, but, this, but this, this, is a, this is a great topic, so I wanted to call in and uh, try to uh, help as much as I can. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, hang tight. Yeah. I got I'm, I'm, I got another one coming in to join the party here. Come on. Mr. Hollywood. Mr. Hollywood, welcome back, brother. How, How you doing? doing? Papa Stro Maestro of WCW Retro, the one and only. Mr. Hollywood in the house. Hello, right. all my friends. All my friends, I love you guys. I love you guys, and I love WCW Retro. <laughs> right. Well, tonight's Monday Night Wars, man. WCW versus WWE all over again. Let's get into this. Oh. Let, me t- let me tell you something, Professor Maestro. Let me tell you something, brother. It's WCW. <laughs> WCW all night long, buddy. WCW. I got my money on WCW. W. <laughs> hey, do you guys remember those vignettes uh, that WCW did? Uh, did one of WWE. WWE came back. Yes. Yeah, the Billionaire Ted segment. Yes. <laughs> yes. Love it. But, remember, Nacho not, Man sprayed the hair on his head, and he said, oh, yeah. And he had, like, Hogan came out in, in the stroller. Yeah, the Nacho Man. He came out of the stroller. Yeah, Nacho Man. Not, yeah, Nacho Man the Huckster. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, the that was the Nacho Man. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, Scott Hall even mentioned it in his promo when he showed up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, and Billionaire Ted, this is where the good old boys play. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yep, uh, oh man! And what about when DX invaded WCW in the tank? Remember that? Yeah, that oh, that, that was, was great! Oh yeah, that was that crazy! Was awesome! <laughs> crazy! I love that almost that happened cr- in Norfolk. I mean, it's yeah, crazy. Right? Jealous, and, and they almost jealous. got inside. Had somebody not been smart enough to roll that roll door down, they would have got inside. Oh my god! I bet you Kevin and Scott Hall would have let them in. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, probably <laughs> would have. Yeah. Oh, they probably would have. But when if you see the awesome. clip, if you see the clip in, in its entirety, that door was open when they were rolling through, and then all of a sudden, that door yeah. was closed quick. <laughs> oh. Wow. Um, I think I I heard so. JBL mention I heard JBL mention that moment, and uh, I think he's talking to Road Dog. He was interviewing him, and he had a 
he had an idea about like what if there was a Ken Shamrock uh, Haku uh, Ming meeting backstage, mm-hmm. you know, at that at that moment. That would have been epic. Oh, oh yeah. God, yes. They're in the same room, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, God, man. What, 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 what a great time to be alive back then. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. no question. There's no question. No question. You remember the podcast Everybody. Vince and Eric Bischoff would, like, go back and forth on each other mm-hmm. on Raw and uh, Nitro? Oh, my God. It's hilarious. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and it's. Uh, yeah. I, I, oh, I was just going to go with. I remember struggling yeah. to which one was I going to watch on a given night, and which one was I going to record for later. Right, well, right. I, I, well, I, I can I can tell you, Mister Hollywood was was the W's Nitro. Yeah, <laughs> WCW was number one in my book. Monday night, it was no question. It was WCW Nitro. WCW. And the NWO. No question about it. You know, um, <laughs> you, Tro, you mm. mentioned uh, Eric Bischoff and Vince going, uh, calling each other out, or Eric calling Vince out. That's a big what if, because um, I'm sure Vince, I'm sure Vince wanted to show up, and also Eric has a legit kickboxing background, so that would have been interesting if they got in the ring together at one point. I mean, I know they would yeah. work together on their E, but at that moment, that would have been interesting. Oh, God, that would have been money. Can you imagine it, it Bill oh, and Vince versus Eric, Eric matchup back then? Wow. Wow, that would be crazy. Money. Wow. Yeah, I made, made a ton of money on that. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Vince could go. He just had those matches with Steve Austin back then, remember? Those matches with oh, yeah. Austin and – Yeah. Oh yeah, they were good. They were really good. You know, you know the wrestlers uh, probably were uh, grateful that Vince started working because I'm sure the the rings got uh, more forgiving as uh, Vince started working in those rings. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Vince funny. is a go getter, man. Vince is a go getter. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's a tough dude, man. Um, he was. I know uh, there, there was there was something like I think it was a couple of years back when they had the like the Money in the Bank and match and there was that Vince was like showing the whole fall. Remember they're on top of the building fighting in the Money in the Bank and the whole oh, you know, yeah. the Rey Mysterio the did the whole fall yeah, bit yeah, yeah. And, and Vince actually did the fall himself to show them. Yeah, wow. he tested it out. Yeah, he tested it wow. out. I'm like, they were all scared. Wow. Yeah, actually, he didn't care. Get out of the way. I'm gonna do it. I'll do it. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> He's amazing. And you know what we're gonna oh. have in catering? And you know what we're gonna have in catering tonight for Money in the Bank? Weenies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm popping through my phone. Weenies work for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Maestro, can I say can I say something, Papa Show, Maestro? Yo, go ahead, go ahead. Let me, in. you guys, I love you guys. Let me give you a history fact. Yeah, I saw right. a wrestling magazine. Please. WCW mm-hmm. was number one in ratings, and WWF whatever was the number two. 
And you know the thing about it? During that era, you had The Rock, uh, Stone Cold. But yet, WCW was still number one in ratings with Hollywood Hogan, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash. You had Sting from the dark side. That's right. At one time, they were on top of the world, man. Exactly. They were number one in ratings. And that's something that mm-hmm. this man cannot dispute. Well, I, that's why he buckled down, actually. Because <laughs> he knew that uh, WCW was, was a real threat at that time. Exactly. I mean, you it was know, so uh, much chaos in WCW that it wasn't even funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's part of the reason why WWE lost was there's only there's only one guy in charge of WWE or WCW kind of uh, multiple heads you had to you know you had to serve plus you had the uh, corporate people uh, looking down and con- being more controlling as the product uh, continued. Yeah. Uh, but I, I wanted to mention something about McMahon. Uh, you know, originally he was Mr. McMahon, the evil boss and the evil promoter in uh, Memphis in 1993, which I think is pretty oh, interesting yeah. that he even Mr. McMahon back then. Yeah, that was that was the beginning stages of the of the, the evil corporate boss McMahon. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. That, that was that was the foundation that set it up right there, man. And what, what he yeah. and he gave some great promos too. Vince does. Amazing promo. Oh, yeah. He did really good. One of the best villains, I think. Absolutely. He was. Definitely. He was. I, I, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it was like at the time when WCW was, you know, on top, you know, the, you had Ted Turner watching over at the CNN Center and everything, and then, and then they moved their offices from there to Smyrna, Georgia. And... Uh, to kind of give it more of its own identity, I guess, if you will. And uh, that you know, that's where they had set up the power plant and everything out there in Smyrna mm-hmm. for, the, for the guys to train. Jeez. Yeah. And, but, yeah, I mean, gosh, man. I mean, it was so cool at the time because the, the rivalry back and forth, I mean, we, when, and we're all in the back watching each other's stuff. Like we, we would watch Raw in the back, and the WWE <laughs> guys, watch, the WWE guys were watching us, Nitro, and the yeah. ECW guys were watching both of us, and we watch, you know, ECW when we get time too, and it was so cool. Wow. Well, I feel and the I product was better at WCW, uh, like Mr. Hollywood said. I said that I think the kicker was having Eddie. Benoit, Malenko, Ultimate Dragon, all these guys that were so-called cruiserweights versus uh, WWE wasn't going that route. I mean, they really only had uh, X-Pac and maybe a couple other people. Right. So, you know, but I think Eddie and all those guys were the catalyst for Monday Night Wars to be so successful. Yeah, you had Hogan and 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 everything that and Savage had come in later and you had all those things, but everybody loved to see Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, uh, yeah. 
you know, those are the guys who were keeping it going. That was the grease on the wheel right there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're like the meat and potatoes of all those nitros with the cruiserweight. Yeah, guys. I guess I would say the same thing about the cruiserweight <clears throat> carrying him through. And, and it was, I thought it was so cool to watch Raven and Diamond Dallas Page on MTV when wow. they're setting up their feud. I, I thought that was like the cool, one of the coolest things I've ever seen. When uh, I think wow. Raven was a special guest on one of the MTV shows. I, I, I forget the name of the show. But it was a very popular show at the time on MTV. And uh, actually, it was Diamond Dallas Page was the guest, right? And they showed Raven. Uh, it's promo on on the TV, right? And they're watching the promo, Raven. And next thing you know, here comes Raven from behind, attacking Diamond Dallas Page and DDT oh, him to no. the table. And I, I, I was, I, oh, I was like, yeah. I was mind blown. You know, what I mean, wow, this is so cool. Yeah, oh, wow. MTV TRL, yeah. Yeah, and and then you had. Uh, Jim Ross trying to tell Vince McMahon he needed to get on that gravy train of cruiserweights, and Vince would not do it. He stood his hmm. ground with what he had. He didn't do it, and I think that led to one of the times that JR had left WWE because he's like, you're missing the boat on this. And then what happens after the fact that WCW started to fail? Well, he hired every one of them. He hired mm-hmm. Eddie, Jericho, Chris Benoit, you name it, all the kind of smaller guys, you know? Right. And bo- and then they became dual champions on the same night. So, come on, man. You know, right. you you had to have seen something prior to that anyway before you signed them in order to give them that push to become champion of, you know, your champion here and your champion there. I mean, come on. Come well, on. I agree. Yeah, you're right. Cause, I mean, Raven still he was the champion. Chris Jericho is our undisputed champion in WWE. Mm-hmm. I mean, every one of those guys were champion at some point. And, you know, Scott Hall, Scott Hall at the time was one of the few heavyweights back then and on um, WCW Nitro that would actually want to put over the Cruiserweights. Like he, like he put over Jericho and, and Ray and a few others. Because, you know, he, you know, he was... He had the same mindset. He he knew that that was the future of the business. You know what I mean? Yeah, didn't know that. Well, yeah, because you look Scott at guys his size. Oh, there were very few guys mm-hmm. his size in the business at right. the time. You know, the Big Show, the Undertaker, Kevin Nash, and that was probably it, and Kane. That was probably it for that. Those size guys. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's. Yeah, he saw the he saw the future, and and a big and a big component that that helped the cruiserweight division at the time. Believe it or not, was Kevin Sullivan. He was big on uh, you know the wrestling end of it and uh, the international bringing in international talent like they did. Oh, absolutely, and, Ultimate yeah, Dragon, right. the Great Muda, you name them, mm-hmm. Juventud Guerrero, right? You know all those guys, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, well, it was an amazing time, and some of the best talent from all over the world at one point was you know I mean, coming through there. Absolutely, coming through those well, doors. I, absolutely. I used to, um, tonight, if you need 
I would automatically call him and would take credit, but I didn't know that uh, Tony was brought to Doom by Kevin Sullivan, so um, that Tony and Kevin bring in the international talent, so it is interesting. I, I used to um, really, I don't know, I, I really enjoyed watching the ECW DVDs and kind of hearing Paul Hitch, uh narrative about him kind of bringing in all these uh, international talents that I, I do forget that Kevin Sullivan played a part of this Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had, a lot, he had a lot to do with it. Yeah, a lot to do with it. And, you know, of course, too, Kevin Sullivan, you know, I mean, he. He, he met a lot of those guys prior, you know, like you mentioned during the time with ECW as well. So, right. Uh, Stro, I got a little trivia for you. I found the pictures. All right. I found uh-huh. the pictures. I told you that uh, that DDP fell on top of us through the uh, guardrail when we sat on the front row. But it was nice. uh it was he was wrestling Evad Sullivan. He was wrestling Dave Sullivan. Evad. Remember when he did okay. the Evad? Evad had the he had yeah. he had Hogan's that night he had the Hogan boots on that Hogan gave him. All that right. <laughs> and it was a great <laughs> match but uh until you know he got he threw D D P into the uh, he reversed it and threw D D P into the guardrail and the guardrail broke and landed on us. Dang. Oh my so, god. Ow. That was that was fun. Not bad. I was like, Oh, okay. No, it wasn't supposed to happen because the wives weren't paying attention. And all of a sudden here comes this guardrail and my buddy's like six three and two ninety and he just takes both of his feet and lifts the guardrail up with D D P on it and stands it back up with his feet. And uh, wow. uh, uh, he was an offensive and defensive lineman in, in high school. And was supposed to go to college and play, but he broke well, he broke his broke his right collarbone in his junior year, and then broke his left collarbone in senior year. So that was the end of his football mm-hmm. career. But anyway, he wrestled for a little minute too professionally. But he put his feet up and pushed him up, and DDP turned around to see who did that, and yeah. My my friend Harry just struck a pose in front of him. Looked because he goes, my arms are bigger than yours, buddy. And DDP goes, I was talking to the little guy. I'm talking to him. He's talking to me. He's pointing at me. I'm talking to him. I'm like, come uh, on, man. I couldn't lift you. Wow. <laughs> it was so That's funny. funny. That's funny, dude. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah. One he, side he, of the spectrum. You know what I mean? One one side of the spectrum, you had the, the rise of Steve. Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? And then on the other side, you had mm-hmm. the rise of Bill Goldberg, Goldberg in his streak. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, two hot that. things yeah. going on. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, WWE, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only yeah, time they it, ever... The only time they ever met was that WrestleMania 20 match that kind of gets canned, but it was interesting to see Steve Austin there and Goldberg and... Brock. 
it's funny how you see everything that happened in WCW over, you know, over the years, and Vince recreated it somehow in in a different fashion in WWE, and then even to this point, you can see that he wants to do something like you know Goldberg came back, yeah, on and, and challenged Lashley, so. This yep. is this is an ongoing thing with 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 them. They'll find somebody else to do it with. I guarantee it, or maybe come up with something pretty funny. So mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting and creative that they can do. You know that he's done some of those things. You know, yes. and taking it to you another know, Eric, level. Eric has done some yeah. great things. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he oh, really no, has. no, 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 absolutely. no, absolutely. No, 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 oh, no, I'm, I'm, no, oh, no, no, I'm not talking, I'm not talking about it at all, brother. I'm just, uh, okay. what I'm getting at is, uh, I mean, he's done some great things. I mean, he's the guy that hired me in WCW. So, you know, I have all the love and respect for Eric. Oh, but absolutely. I just cannot believe, I, I just cannot believe at one time he told Steve Austin, we're just wearing black, plain black trunks, you know, he just wouldn't get over. And look, look at him now. <laughs> Look what happened, right? Exactly. Yeah. Come on. How how does that happen? Wow. Hey, um, did you you see yourself on TV uh, Wednesday night, Stro? Myself on TV? Yeah, there was a guy portraying your look Wednesday night. He has it down. He he has the Papa Stro look. It is Kenny Omega. He's got the Papa Stro stash and beard. Oh my God! Well, hell, hell, he was only Anderson last week. So, I know, but now he we... looks, this week he looked like you. What, <laughs> I, what he, I, I wonder where he's going to be next week. Maybe, maybe right. he'll he look... somebody. That would be funny. Now you, <laughs> but he did. He looked like you. He look, I mean, when he before he grabbed that mic and started talking, I'm like, look at that. I said, that's a Papa Show right there. <laughs> wow. Hey, he changes looks like week to week, like uh, the young bucks are. Like every time I see him, they look completely different. Like the whole different. You know what I mean? I guess it's a elite oh, thing or yeah. something where they have a different look every week. It might be, but I'm glad that I'm glad the bucks uh, <laughs> shaved those porn stashes off. They looked. It was a little. It was a little. A little freaky. <laughs> well, Omega, if he starts looking like me, if he starts looking like me, I'm, I'm starting to worry about him, man. I don't. <laughs> oh come on, man. <laughs> Hey. That's the look, man. Oh my God, man! The, I'm glad you mentioned Omega and Stroh because I was watching Stroh's tag team match with Jake Roberts from Triplemania when George III. I think a gorgeous George III and Kenny Omega match that would have been interesting because gorgeous the third, the way he was selling, like the way he was oh, reacting. Yeah. Just, it reminds me of like, Kenny. and I don't, I don't mean that to be insulting to you know, you throw. No, no, no. But it, it just, it just, it's, you know, it I would have like, been right. Our paths hasn't crossed yet, but I mean, if they ever do, that'd be great. <laughs> that that like, and uh, yeah, gorgeous George was had that mean body scissors and would hold you down. That would have been awesome to see somebody just hold Kenny down and torture him. 
Like like oh, yeah. the, the, the villain the villain in peril basically, like the villain getting his come up and like the way you were selling like getting your crotch your groin like uh you yeah. know, getting strike. This is just <laughs> the way you're reacting in that match. It just reminds me of a Kenny Omega. Just entertaining. Oh man. No, that's I, you know, awesome. Back back then I had some I had some uh really cool matches with uh one of the guys involved in the A Man tag, uh uh Peril Guayo. He, he was kind of like the Terry yeah, Funk of uh, Mexico wrestling. And, uh, man, I, I had some singles matches over there. I wish you guys could have seen, man, because he, he was so great to be in the ring with. I, I, I love the matches we had. Um, between him and Cybernetico and Octagon was really cool, too, as well. But, yeah, it, it was a really cool time, that thing. And, and teaming with Jake, man, was uh, he, he was awesome. I want to... Um... I wanted to follow up on something earlier. You were talking about Eric's comments on Austin. Ole Anderson said that Mark Calloway, Undertaker, wouldn't, you know, ever, uh, ever draw, <laughs> you know, ever draw a diamond. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't know about Undertaker back then, but that, he, you know, right. look what happened. There. <laughs> Ole had heat with everybody. He had heat, heat going to Gordon Soley. And Gordon Soley's like one of the nicest, one of the nicest. People, <laughs> just every, everybody. Only was the drizzling. You know what? <laughs> yeah, the drizzling craps. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he even cracked on Flair a few times. Yeah, I, I heard that uh, Ole said the shoot. He didn't. He wanted the belt on Ric Flair so he can get rid of him, so he could be a traveling champion. Oh. I, I can't even imagine if only had the book at the time during the Monday Night Wars. I can only imagine. It would have been over quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember we had remember we had the book uh, not too, uh, some years ago with uh, NWA, and he had a – I guess that's when he brought in uh, Norman the Lunatic and yeah. uh, <laughs> Master Blasters, I think, and a few <laughs> other gimmicks. Yeah. And, and I remember Rick talking about it in an interview, right? And he's like, you know, I know Ole didn't do drugs, but I could have sworn at the time he was high when he was booking. Especially <laughs> <laughs> that black carpet and stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> black scorpion. And, oh, God, who could forget when they finally unveiled it, the Starcade comes down to the UFO. There's flare in the mask and the nose. And the nose gave it away. It totally, it, no, no, it totally gave it away. And 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 Heyman and Jim Ross are trying to like kayfig the whole time who the Shockmaster is, and he, I I almost feel Heyman like corpsing through the microphone. <laughs> like who is this guy? Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> sure, I wanted there. to ask. You, I wanted to ask you something that's more uh, contemporary, but. Uh, Okay. You mentioned you mentioned, you mentioned Goldberg earlier. Um, do you think Karrion Cross had a shot to be a more modern Goldberg? Because I thought he I thought he could have before he lost to Jeff Hardy there. What? Oh, let me. You know, I'm not. I don't have the greatest book in mind in the world. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm just a spoke in the wheel. Just a, I'm just a wrestler. Okay. But uh, who? Who thought it was a good idea for Cross 
to end his undefeated streak on Raw. When he, he's like, a, this time's an old dominant NXT champion. He's got a big title match coming up, Gorgano. And, and Samoa Joe Farley uh, at some point. Yes. Like the hottest, it's the hottest thing on the program right now. And then I mean, he gets on Raw by himself. Like they hardly, none, hardly any of his intro was shown, right? And yeah. No Scarlet or anything, you know? Yeah. I, see, I thought he was, he was doing a promo for NXT, but I guess apparently not. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Sorry. If, if he was going to lose, I'd rather him lose to Samoa Joe or lose to Jeff Hardy, like, on a pay-per-view, not on a Raw in, like, two minutes with Jeff cheating when he's not even – Jeff is not a he's not a villain. So it just made no sense. Right. It, that blew my mind. I, I really think I'm like, what? How can? How, yeah, it didn't how make sense. This, yeah, how how in the world? How can they make this work? How, I, I just don't understand the logic behind it, if there is any. I have no. Uh, well, here's again, it's the Vince logic. I guess he was showing everybody, hey, do your job, pay attention. You know, anything could happen. We could do anything with you we want to. Just, you know, I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong. It could be just maybe Guy rubbed him wrong or this is just something he wanted to do. We don't know. No, I, I think I you're right. Imagine, now you, go ahead. I can't imagine Triple H's reaction. And, oh, right. And some of the NXT higher-ups just look watching this going, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we let it, yeah. You know? We let him go to Raw for that, and then we could have kept him right here. I mean, come on, come mm, on. Mm, mm, mm. They they let well, you know, Gargano. They let Gargano yeah. and Champa for the main roster while they were feuding on NXT. And they were tag teaming on yeah, the what? main roster. <laughs> yeah, they were but guess what they? Yeah. But guess what they ended back at? They ended back down there, which is smart. That was a good play to go back to. to NXT and not be on the main roster. Well, bump all that. I, go figure, right? But, you know, you're right. I mean, a cross could be a, the next big monster they they want to push if, if you know, if they want to do it. Because he has all the tools. Yeah, I mean, just, uh, I don't want to pigeonhole cross or, you know, try to say he's too similar to anybody, but he had a great Goldberg had a great entrance. You know, he doesn't have to have long matches. He just, you know, he's a, he's a badass, shaved head, goatee. You know, doesn't have to talk very much. Um, they they you know they both look like badasses. Cross has that judo background, so it's like I just saw right. a, a lot of potential Cross. I thought he could have been undefeated a little bit longer at least until a, oh, a big pay per view. Maybe a SummerSlam right. or WrestleMania to lose a bear, or maybe this is maybe this is a let's get this let's get this loss out of the way, and then let's let's push him even more. I mean, you don't we don't know, you know, right. don't have a clue what's going on with that. Honestly, so. if he does go back, return to Raw, and has a match with Jeff to redeem himself, he should be on Jeff like right on the right. Jeff should have a few seconds to do anything. Exactly. 
mm-hmm. he should get nothing. He should actually squash him. To be honest with you, he shouldn't. He, Jeff shouldn't get a shot in. Period. If you're gonna do that that way, then yeah. But that, you know, he, look at the way last. I don't want to give. I don't want to give away things. <laughs> Look at the way right. Lashley did Kofi. Uh, he chugged around like a rag doll. <laughs> but um, but that's but it, it was needed because Lashley, yeah. you know, he's their dominant champion. He should look strong. Oh, absolutely. Oh no, especially, hands down. Absolutely. Especially if he's got a match with Goldberg, he should look strong. Come right. up. Man, I, I really thought we were going to get Brock versus Lashley. Um, I, I knew the rumors of Goldberg I think, showing up. Yeah, but yeah. I think Brock's done as a whole. I don't think he's ever coming back. I think he's completely done at this point. Yeah, it's just weird that they would put him on the Raw roster, like on the website, and then he just doesn't show up. Well, because that's, they're, te- they're teasing the fans, I guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And if he does come back, he's going to come back at the end of all of this craziness after all the get rid of Goldberg, get all this stuff done, and then he might just mm-hmm. show up out of nowhere. And that would be smart. Yeah, I can and you that. know what? They mm-hmm. are scheduled to be in Minnesota sometime, I think, in October. Oh boy! So it could happen. It it could happen there. You know, I think they're scheduled. I, I just can't believe we're talking about really Goldberg and Ring in 2021. <laughs> That's crazy. Exactly. I mean, he, he, listen. Kudos to him. He's in good shape. He stayed in good shape. Uh, he kept training, kept doing, uh, you know, martial arts, and just relatively stayed in good good health. Hey, if the man can do it, let him do it. I mean, look at Sting. Sting had a full match at 61 and looked good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy. And he's yeah, taking he some bumps. And he's taking some bumps as of late. And you know what? He lost some weight. He seemed he slimmed down. He knew he needed to lose some weight if he was going to do it. He did all that. He trained. He lost weight. He looks good. You know? Speaking of losing weight, man, John Cena. Look at him. He looks like Ernest now. Oh. (laughs) You make me laugh. (laughs) Looking like Ernest meets Alex Riley. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Good Lord. Now, that's one here. But, yeah, he lost weight. He looks good. You know what? He looks good. You know, we'll we'll, we'll see what they're going to do with him, how long he's going to stay. You know, right now all his projects are in the can. He doesn't have anything to do right offhand. So, hey, right. mm-hmm. why not? Why not? Right. You know? And, and, and you know as well as I do, Stro, you never say never in this business. Oh, God. Got that right. You know? You never anything, anything can happen. Like, anything could happen. So, you know, and, and right now it's a perfect time for both AEW and WWE to pull some now that they're back out in front of fans to pull a rabbit out of their out of the hat. Mm-hmm. Who's it gonna be next? You know, who who's gonna be the next thing that 
that they decide they're going to pull a fast one or somebody we Speaking of wars, seen, man. God knows how long. Speaking yeah. of wars, it was good seeing uh, Chavo on the EW the other night, man. Yeah, really cool. Chavo. He, he, he looked great, man. Well, I remember he one of the just, funniest... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember All one of right. the funniest bits he did in WCW, right? And you guys probably mm-hmm. remember this. He was uh, going around the hallways yelling, looking for Goldberg, right? He's yelling, Goldberg, where are oh, you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm coming yeah, for you, was... Goldberg, right? And, and he comes up to Mike <laughs> Graham in Goldberg's position. And, and Mike is like, what are you doing, Chavo? You know Goldberg's not here. And, and, and Chavo, it, 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 almost like he's whispering, says, yeah, man, but I'm just trying to get some TV time here. Goldberg. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. That was great, man. <laughs> he's, oh, he's always a and super nice dude and yeah. you know, another guy to take take the shirt off his back for you. So yeah. Guy that was smooth as smooth as silk in the ring. Uh mm-hmm. you know. I mean I tell you there's nothing there's nothing bad you can say about him at all. Nothing. No, no. Him and Andrade, no, he's a, a great human being. Him and Andrade is going to be a good yes. pairing in AEW, I think. I I agree. I agree. I think they need to take Andrade and let him loose, though. Let him let him let him do his thing. They let everybody else oh, yeah. loose. Please let him showcase what he actually can do in the ring. You know he's Let's a nice dude it. too, Andrade is. You see the tweet he gave about Charlotte. Um, when when she won and lost the title uh, a few days ago, he, he tweeted that no, I missed that it. she'll always be he tweeted that she'll always be a champion to him, right? You know they're together now, right? And oh, yeah, uh, and and at the same exactly. time, he, yeah, mm-hmm. and he also congratulated Nikki Nikki Cross for winning the women's championship at the same time. I mean, real classy dude, man. Yeah, he is. And you know what? He he's not bitter because he's another guy that knows never say never. Oh you no! Know? You can't. And, and never I have say never. I haven't heard a bad thing about him either. I haven't heard one bad thing about him. I haven't Friday. either. I mean, I haven't I'll, either, and I'm not what I'm looking, but I've never I've never right. heard anything like that. I like the. Uh, I think he's a uh, super. Co- I think he's going to be a. If they let him loose, we'll see some stuff that he never got to showcase. In WWE, but go ahead, Steve. I saw the. Uh, you, you remember the clip there that Andrade and Rick Flair, Andrade was suplexing Rick Flair into the pool. Well, that, <laughs> yeah. Funny. Yeah. No, that was awesome. No, I didn't Blair, see that. Flair still taking bumps. Too. <laughs> right. <amazing. laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy old dude. But you know what? I don't, I don't think Flair would feel it. right if he was taking a bump somewhere. <laughs> He loves to get bumped. Right, exactly. Exactly. I love the Car Shield commercial. Chopped the crap out of that dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 And then he oh, and the, hit and the, chair, the chair shot was freaking phenomenal. chair <laughs> <laughs> shot, yes. <laughs> oh, man. It was phenomenal, Rick, man. I'm like, holy Rick crap. Rick is slow down, man. He is never no. going to slow down. No, you know what? He's not one. He's not that type. He's not that type Mm-mm. person. He's a go, go, go. He's let's go, man. You know. Oh, he yeah. gets up. It's on. 
which is a good thing, even at his age. Because if you slow down and 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 you think about it for a minute, you're then that's when you lose yourself. And I think I, I, he's a testament for this sport to keep going. Remember Don't the stop. remember the protein cookie commercials where he's at the door. They answer the door, and he's trying to sell them the protein cookies, and, and he's like, oh, we don't want some right now. And he's like, oh, come on, man. And there's this lottery commercial, right, where he's at a Ric Flair Institute, where everybody's dressed uh-huh. like him with the robes and the wigs, and he has a chopping <laughs> class where he's showing them how to chop people in the chest. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Oh, it's so funny. He also oh, was on the commercial in Charlotte for his scratch-off ticket, too. And I think he chopped <laughs> somebody on that commercial, too. <laughs> yep. He had his own Ric Flair scratch-off. It was like a $10 card. And I, I, I still crack like, up when I see those old Four Horsemen Chewable Vitamins commercials. Oh, my God. Four Horsemen Chewable Vitamins. Yeah, yeah remember that those? Was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. That was fantastic. Those are like mini Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> they probably were Flintstones. They just made them look like Ric Flair. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> That's funny. Um, good stuff, man. <laughs> that was about as funny as when they had the, the Rue shoes at one time for WCW. And let Lex Luger and Sting were in the Rue's. Oh, the they, like those old yeah. pants shoes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted a pair. I never got one, but I always wanted a pair. Cause they had that, like, they the weren't around very long. Hockey. Yeah. They weren't. They weren't around very long, but if you could find a pair, I bet there, there were something. I bet. Oh, my Man. God. I forgot about the ruse. <laughs> the ruse, yeah. The ruse. I think oh, I have to pair those. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to get some zoo ball pants. Oh, go ahead. I I have mine. Till to this day. <laughs> I wonder if they put some, I'll have to wear some. But um, Rick, um, Rick Flair, wasn't he uh, on the booking committee at one point for WCW? Yes. Yes, he was. And and that, this was like uh, prior the whole war between WCW and WWE on the Monday Night Wars bit. But he was the booking committee at one time, yeah. But, but especially during the time that he was feud with Terry Funk. Yes, in 89. Mm-hmm. Why don't you think, or why do you think Ric Flair didn't get, did Ric Flair ever get producer roles? Uh WWE, like, I'm surprised he wasn't more of a backstage uh, worker in his later years, even though he kept being a talent, you know, for, forever. But uh, I just wonder how much influence he had backstage. Well, I, I would say more so in the WCW end than he was than he, like the WWE end. But you right. know, Tri- Triple H was was a big supporter of his. Big supporter of Flair, so he really looked out for Rick, you know, during his time with during his time Arnie with Anderson. WWE. So, Arnie Anderson, yeah. you know, a legendary or notable producer, and John Cena would request Arn to be his producer 
I just right. wonder, like, what what if Ric Flair ever had that position at, at some point? I don't think. I mean, I'm sure he helped out when he could, but I don't think Rick really pursued that that side of it. Different from for right. whatever reason that whatever reason that may have been, but uh, but I'm sure if if Rick wanted to, he would have been a great asset with his knowledge and wisdom to a lot of talent. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe maybe like a guest uh, guest coach at like at the performance center like that. Oh God, yeah! Can you imagine what he could do to help those guys and gals out? It'd be amazing. It's it's cool to have Shawn Michaels as of late helping out with with NXT and, and a few others. So oh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean that's really cool. Absolutely. I've heard, I've heard he has a big hand in the UK NXT brand as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a big Walter fan, by the way. He's all about some Walter. Oh, you know, uh, no, Michael. <laughs> uh, the next oh. big Walter, uh, Ilya Dragunov too at uh, Takeover Thirty Six, which I think is around uh, sometime August. So. Mm-hmm. Ricky Steamboat uh, a while back said one time he was a big Seamus fan because he helped out Seamus earlier in his career and uh, yeah he nice. he loves Seamus and Seamus is all you know hey I I can't say I blame him because Seamus has always been a solid wrestler oh yeah, yeah he looks he looks legit like than like uh, big uh, can be with famous right well brace yourself here he is the the ultimate Skype caller and we know it's like it's like AW you know what that that means (laughs) Uh here he is it's just you Brian sir Hey, it's Cal. No, I'm just kidding. It's Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Cal. Welcome back, Brian. Uh, that's funny. Uh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> How you doing, Brian? Okay, the show's I'm, almost I'm over. I'm doing good. Yeah. Got any plugs? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that, that show's about over, sir. Where you been at? No, that's funny. Well, I've been I've been down to the river and baptized now. That's that's an old song a long time ago. <laughs> that is the song. I'll give you a second. So that from, bro? So in other words, I got two yeah. things out. Of, yeah, I got two things out of that. None of my business, <laughs> and you were busy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got it. Well, now that you're refreshed. Um, we're, 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 talk, we're talking about the Monday Night Wars, uh, Brian. You got any cool Monday yeah, Night Wars on. stories you want to share with The search well, for Kyle. Uh, where, to, where to begin? You know, the Monday right. Night Wars, they were they were something that, you know, that this, this generation growing up will never realize or experience. I mean, they can relive, you know, they can relive repeats and stuff on Peacock and everything, but 
as far as being there during that time and living through that, it was just incredible. Uh, you had mm-hmm. over on WW, had on WWF, you had uh, Vince Man, Point Out All Stops. He had the uh, oddities and the uh, Hunter Hirsch Hamsley's before he was Triple H for all those listening. Uh, he had Mark Barrow, Ahmed Johnson, Farouk, before it was Ron Simmons, or after Ron Simmons, and, and Ron Simmons again. You had the Nation of Domination. You had uh, Mosh and Thrasher. You had the Oddities. You mm. had Stone Cold Steve Austin, Chris Jericho, making his debut, interrupting The Rock. You had the Austin Beer Beer Bash. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you had the Austin and Pillman gunfight where it was too bad for television. The USA Network had to censor it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got angry about it. Uh, you had the uh, you had the Austin with the fake gun in the ring that said "Bang to Vincent Man." You had Vincent oh, Man. Yeah. 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 You, you you had you had Vincent Mann in a hospital bed, Austin coming in there with a pan hitting hitting bits in the head, and uh, you had you had a uh, Kane Kane and Katie Vick story, which was crazy. Oh Lord! You had uh, you had the Big Show and Big Boss Man. Uh, Fam, family funeral, which was, which was crazy. Yeah. In that situation, you had the, you had Gold Dust coming out there on Raw as Dustin Rhodes. That I hate this gimmick. I can't stand being Gold Dust. And he said Gold Dust is dead. And you had a uh, Gangrel and the Brood. Oh yeah. So, yeah Good you, Lord. You had he was, so much in WWF. And then over oh in WCW. God. Oh here we go. You had. You had uh, Jushin Thunder Liger, <laughs> first Nitro against uh, Brian Pillman, the lightweight champion. You had uh, you had the Nasty Boys running wild on Nitro with the Harlem Heat and Public Enemy going back and forth. And you had uh, we like You had you had uh, let's see, you had you had LWO. Who can forget that Eddie Guerrero? LWO, L Dandy. Uh you had <laughs> Bret Hart Wrestling. L Dandy you had, uh, wrestling. You had Bret Hart um debuting uh, uh much later on in the Monday Night Wars. You just read the left You had you had uh you had the leg <laughs> you had the legendary Chris Adams, who can forget that as he uh he had some classic oh. matches with Booker T. Um Woo! those are some good matches. Uh a lot of people don't a lot of people don't give Chris Adams the credit he deserves. But, um, Chris Adams, you know, he put on some good matches with Booker T, I remember. And uh, I remember William Regal, when he was over there, coming over there, uh, when he was in David C. Davis. <laughs> and then you had him with uh, Bobby Eaton in the Blue Bloods, and with David Taylor in the Blue Bloods. Uh, you had him managed by Bill Dundee, which was, uh, Sir, um, I can't remember his name. And, and then you had, uh, Me <laughs> you, you had Bam Bam Bigelow invading in the back door 
knocking it down, Goldberg getting mad, him and Bam Bam fighting. You had uh, you had so many different things going on you know with WCW. Credit to Roland. And uh, <laughs> right. I mean, it it was just it it was just a war. I mean, you didn't know yeah, what to watch. You you had the you had the little box <laughs> on on some of the TVs. They had a little box where you could watch oh. two shows at one time. Watch one on the big screen, Here's watch one on the little screen. And uh, and now I'm shut yeah, up because that's enough, and I'm getting out of breath. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait to bring that one up, Brian, because I had pointed out earlier. I was like, I remember trying to struggle which one I was going to watch and which one I was going to record, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was. It was very hard. Hollywood, of course, corrected me. Wow, what a review, Brian. That was amazing. Oh. (laughs) I catch my breath on that one. Yeah, I catch my food. Goodness gracious. No, he covered his uh, Right? Let's see if you got to talk. I think we all got caught up on that. Steve, you got any thoughts? Uh, <laughs> you know, ECW invaded Monday Night Raw at one point. Um, that, that's right. And the Paul Heyman yeah, and uh, and uh, you know, I wonder if if Don Callis had been there a little bit earlier. I don't know. Maybe I know ECW wasn't going to work with WCW, but. I would have loved to have seen Don Callis of Cyrus work with Eric Bischoff. Like, just to see these two smug guys just interact. It's like MJF and Chris Jericho. Like, who's got the bigger ego? Right. I think him, Don right. Callis and Eric Bischoff are cool. No, MJF is the next superstar, I'm just telling you. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, he's amazing. He's, he's got the Piper... Mike skills. He's got the the wherewithal and the wrestling to to back it up. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Barring anything stupid happening to him, or I don't want to jinx the guy. I'm not even going to say it. But barring anything happening to him, he's the next guy. And oh even, yeah, uh, most most okay. definitely. Even the the raw, even the raw brand invaded ECW at one point. Uh, Jerry Lawler, Saboon RVD. Back in ECW, that was a crazy moment. Yeah, even Jim you Cornette know, invaded WCW, ECW at one time. Remember Jim <laughs> Cornette invading ECW? That, that was oh yeah, that crazy. was crazy. And you know, you know something <laughs> interesting, Steve. You brought that up about you would have liked to seen Cyrus and Eric Bischoff working together. Well, believe it or not, that almost happened when WCW was uh, going out of business. And Eric Bischoff had it on the table to buy WCW. One of the announcers that he was going to hire, he was going to hire Jerry Lawler, and he was going to hire Cyrus to be the wow. announcers along with Tony Schiavone. Tell me, is it you just say that? Say that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That's a great color commentary team right there. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. it would have been tough. Be mm-hmm. It would have been good. Yeah. 
That'd, yes. Yeah, that'd have been really cool. That'd have been really cool. And really uh, cool. as an inside, inside joke, congratulations, Joe, on your All Elite Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, Brian, Brian, sent, Brian sent me this picture. He sent me this picture of, of a picture of me on this uh, All Elite. You know how they introduce everybody, somebody, certain so and so is All Elite. And, and right. it's got a picture of me at one of my gym pictures. And the guy working out at the gym saying, Papa Stroh is All Elite. I about died. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I made. You should have put I made that Kenny earlier. Omega and him next. You should have made the picture of Kenny Omega <laughs> and Papa Stroh side by side because they got the same mustache and and uh, beard going on, man. <laughs> who, who, who'd have thought Kenny Omega would be my doppelganger? Go figure. Right. <laughs> you know. But now you're all. But since you're all elite now, you know maybe you can get that match signed now. <laughs> yeah, got the stroke of the office now, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> They're all friends. Exactly. Kenny Omega, I think, is. I think he thinks he's a Brad Armstrong finger because he's supposed to pictures of Brad Armstrong. I just wonder, sure, did you ever work with uh, Brad Armstrong in your WCW days? Oh, God, yes. The, ho- the whole family. Man, everyone, all those guys were great. All the Armstrongs were just awesome, man. And, and Brad was incredible. It, it's. It blows my mind. As good as Brad was, he could have been that much more bigger. The guy had it all. Literally had it all. Amazing wrestler. I can't say enough good about Brad, man. Yeah, nobody can. I mean, he's a great guy. Dude, one of the best drop picks I've ever seen, too. He was an amazing athlete. Dude had an eight-pack. I mean, he... he wasn't a six-pack. He was an eight-pack, man. I mean, he was just ripped. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was he was a good wrestler. I tell you, I, I used to mm-hmm. I used to love watching wrestle. And uh, you know when I when I heard about his passing, I was like, man. And and you oh, know uh, he believe it or not, I can't believe it. He uh, he actually passed on my my late brother's birthday, and I was like, wow, wow. that's just weird. And then, uh, mm-hmm. and then Savage, you know, when, when Savage passed away, Savage was actually uh, <laughs> ten years older than my than my brother was. So it, mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was just weird coincidence stuff. But I was gonna mention to you, you know, you're talking about guys that you know used to work in Davis Davis. Speaking of that, there's one of them right now petitioning. He did it on Instagram and. I tweeted Tony Khan to them, but I don't know if it'll help, maybe. But on Instagram, he said, hey, he said, I'm buff and I'm still the stuff. He said, send Tony Khan to them a message and let them know that I want to I, I want to be on AEW and show the world what I've got. And Chris Jericho liked this video. I thought that was interesting. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Hey, uh, maybe MJF Buck Bagwell, maybe, maybe Buff Bagwell joins the inner circle. I think that'd be interesting. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, that that, that would be interesting. interesting. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can, can you imagine MJF and Buck Backwell having a promo together? No, oh. that'd be a- brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be brutal. Could you, could, 
Could you imagine MJF and CM Punk having a promo together? Oh, mm. that'd be awesome. Because okay, I'm back and forth right. with those two. Let, let, yes. Let's get a, let's get into that one, okay? So okay. There's big rumors that Daniel Bryan and CM Punk both are heading to AEW. What do you guys thought? You, you think? I think. You think I it's think, legit? You think it's full out air? You think it's like possibility or more, just like never, never land? <laughs> I think it's just. I think it's just one of them going. I think Daniel Bryan is going to be there, and I don't think. Um, CM Punk will be there at all. I don't think mm-hmm. CM, I don't think he's coming back to wrestling. I really don't. Well, my my opinion on it is, uh, I think Daniel Bryan, uh, which he's already signed uh, with AEW, uh, is legit, and I think that. Uh, CM Punk is also legit, and I'll tell you I'll tell you why on that. Um, there was something released earlier today by CM Punk himself on uh, Instagram. He's not de- he's not denying the rumors of AEW. He released a song on his Instagram story, and it's a song that the Chicago Bulls come out to, kind of speculating to when he might come back, but. Uh, I think this time it is legit, and uh, I, I I have I have read that uh, it's pretty much a done deal. They're just waiting to sign the contract in person. Yeah, I heard that too. I didn't know so, about the Chicago like post, but yeah, I think they're yeah. up with it. They, I think they intentionally leave out so they can bring pop. In. I think they intentionally leave. So they can get the yeah. going. But I you know, I think it's I think it's wonderful news for AEW and I do think that with Daniel Bryan and CM Punk that it will be a, a no matter what anybody out there says, both of these guys, if you think about it, John Moxley, he's big, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, they're big. I'm not taking anything away from them. But when it comes down to CM Punk and Daniel Bryan both of those guys combined are bigger stars than them because they've got they've got legions of fans. You got Daniel Bryan with the Yes movement. You got CM Punk where he had millions of followers and stuff. And in 2014, when he walked out of WWE, a lot of those people quit watching wrestling altogether because Punk left. So it's going to be a very interesting thing and. I think it's going to be a game changer. I think AEW, yeah! if, if, uh, when, if Daniel Bryan and Punk go to AEW, which I believe is pretty much going to happen, it's going to be a game changer, and AEW is going to be on the map. I mean, bigger than ever. And don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from Moxley, Omega, the Young Bucks. They're all big stars and they're all right. But when you put them next to Daniel, uh, Daniel Bryan or CM Punk, the fans, uh, the legions of fans they have is just amazing. It's like when Jeff Hardy came over to TNA back when he was a big star. 
Uh, he had millions yeah. and millions of fans. So. All right, we're back from commercial. Be, be interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't need no picture or picture on this one. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I didn't see the uh, thing on CM Punk, so I can't comment on that. But I know that uh, Daniel Bryan's going to be there. So. I think. I, don't know. I think. The, I think I. I think I saw the same thing. I. I'm, It's well. It's about the game changer comment. I I can't understand what Steve's saying. The million speaker. Sound like he's cutting in and out on my end. Sorry, I was saying. I don't think Punk and Brian are, are game changers per se, but I think they'll definitely help with the ratings and, and keeping them in the million figures and in, in the million uh, ratings figure like they have been recently. And I think it'll definitely help with the paper revives for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Biggest thing is the house draw. I think if their house draw is good, then the rest will fall in line. It's not going to matter about anything else at that point. Because if you're not drawing a house, you're not staying on TV much longer. So, that's yeah. just what I think. Hmm. I think if they sign, it's, it's to get, it's not not just the ratings, but it's, it's to buy ratings for everything. TV shows that are live, your pay-per-views, but your house shows. When they start Take doing it. the house shows... That right, they need those tickets. And you well, know, I, just, I don't know when they're oh. going to do house shows because, but even before the pandemic, they they weren't really doing uh, any of them. I think they were just doing TV only. Well, yeah, but they now that they got three shows, they're going to have to start doing oh, yeah. some house. Yeah, yeah, you're because right. Because otherwise. So instead of having a five-hour television show where you tape those other two shows and then you go live for Dynamite, you're killing yourself. You know. You know. Um, you know. AEW still has. A, they have a show on uh, Mondays called Dark Evolution. So I mean, yeah. technically, there is competition between. Two Monday night wrestling shows, but it's obviously not going to be near the uh, same well, until they move but, until they move from TNT to another network in that system. Then they can worry about putting on either Dark Evolution or the or the other show on television. Right now, it's on YouTube and something else. So, but once that, if they change, right. You know, because I think they're trying to change the Friday night to go head to head with SmackDown. I, I, I gotta think ask that's you what they're moment. looking into. Go ahead. What, what we got? I got to ask you, man. How did the interview with Thomas Simpson go? This past oh, it was good. It was really good. It was. It actually oh, was cool. a really good. Uh, we didn't talk. We didn't talk any gossip. We knew, we talked about. Uh, how the business is going today? We talked about yeah. um, him and 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 him and the, and the Hardys doing the Omega thing. 
and how that started. And he talked about Matt and Jeff and how proud he was of both of them. Uh, and oh, Matt, cool. you know, doing the doing the uh, thing on AEW, you know. So I mean, it was really good. We didn't. There was no heat beef. We didn't talk about anybody, you know, any which way. I let him talk. I let him do answer questions. Steve was there. Steve asked him about six questions. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was a good. Yeah, it was pretty much. Know. Yeah, it was. Steve pretty much took over hosting duties. He did a good job of just asking the questions and getting them oh, out. Oh, for sure. How responsive. You know? And I, I, I tell you, um, I, I know he was talking about making sure he and Steve reached out to each other at the end of the show and stuff like that. He said he yeah. did back. It was a good show. It was a really good show. Yeah. We're going to do a part two. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'll look forward to part two. And, uh, Stro, I mentioned to you in passing because I brought up, because I brought up, you know, I thought Jason Kincaid, even though he's a bit younger and wasn't around for that Omega, uh, when when the Omega was in its prime, I thought someone like a Kincaid would have, would have fit in that Omega uh, roster. But, oh, um, God, yeah, Kincaid's I, amazing. I mentioned, I mentioned you in passing, and obviously he, he knew who you were. And I forget, Stro. Oh, I yeah. said I forget. Big of a uh, big of a name, you are, Stro. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I I I talked to him, Thomas, a few years ago at, 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 over dinner with uh, it was it was him, Tessa Blanchard, and a few other uh, people. We just got through doing a show in South Carolina, I think Union, South Carolina. And uh, oh, he, he was a great guy, man. I mean, we got to catch up and stuff. Cause I, I I saw him a long time ago, back in the you know when early Omega days. You know what I mean? Oh, I do have to so mention he, he, this. He did. He was there. The first thing that came out of his mouth when we got on the air was he goes, "Hey, mm-hmm. Velvet, before you start, and these guys can can Todd and and Steve can answer and say yes to this." First thing that came out of his mouth was he was there for the beating that I took from Susan. He was there live and in person for that match. Uh, and he talked about it. Uh, he talked about oh, it. Oh wow! And these and these wow. two were could, heard it. So yeah, it was like oh, I said I said, but it's a legend now. The story's a legend. It took a, a on a whole different meaning. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like you're crazy, man. I said it's legendary. <laughs> Man, the the story that spread around the world, man. <laughs> it has. I'm like, this is nuts. And I totally forgot he was there. He was there for that. Uh, it's pretty- awesome. awesome. Yeah, go ahead. I got to ask you, um, did you work with Shane Helms, WCW, when he was, when he was working there? Oh gosh, I've I've worked with Shane off and on for a lot of years, and we we did a lot of shows together. Oh gosh, like even from way back, I remember Shane when he was breaking the business. He was like he was a referee in the beginning, right? And uh, I used to love watching him referee matches because he would he would work harder than the guys he was refereeing with. <laughs> 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 And I, I knew I knew he'd eventually be you know he'd be a full time wrestler. It, it, it was it, it was in his blood, man. And sure enough, but uh, yeah, Shane's a 
Shane's a great dude, man. I've, I've known Shane like forever. Oh my god, great, great times. Yeah, I've known Matt Jeff for quite a bit long too. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, I'm, I'm gonna have to look into what he thinks about Nikki Ash, the almost superhero, because you know Hurricane, you know, was a big superhero character for a long time. But um, um, sure, uh, I. Uh, I had the topic about Christian York. Did you ever work with Christian York? Yeah. Yeah, great guy. Good, good wrestler, too. Yeah, I was glad to yeah, get I've, an update. I've always liked Christian. I was glad to get a, an update on him from uh, Mr. Thomas. Uh, it, it feels like... I feel like he could have been on bigger stages than Impact. Maybe he no, just totally. chose to work outside the business, but I feel like York had a great look and a lot of potential. He had old tools to be a big star in the business, man. He really did. I, I've, I've always, I, I enjoyed wrestling him, and uh, I mean, yeah, he was one of those guys back then that you knew he was destined for bigger things. Now, I got, I got a question, Stro. Um, there was a guy that worked with. Uh, he he worked with ECW, but he worked with Davis W Nitro in his final days. And to my knowledge, when Davis W went out of business, he was still undefeated. He hadn't gotten beat, and I was wondering if you got a chance to work with him. His name was uh, Jason Jett. Jason Jett. That name does sound familiar. I think I bumped into it one time or another. It doesn't okay. sound from from here. Yeah, uh, I, mm. his name in ECW was Easy Money. Easy, yeah, I know Easy Money. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I wrestled I, Easy Money. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Easy Money. Yeah. 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 I got some stuff off of him because he made like oh, cool. stuff for boys. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah, I wrestled him in uh, North Carolina. Right. Ooh. He's a, Easy money. He was funny. Easy money, baby. <laughs> I just I just read some interesting uh, news. Um, Here we AEW, go. AEW has yeah. trademarked the first dance, and they're saying that it could be for CM Punk because the name of the Chicago Bull song is the last dance. I just thought I'd pass that along. Oh boy. Well, you know, it's interesting. I was I was listening to uh some speculation on Brian and it's uh I don't know if they can I don't think they can copyright part of the Valkyries, but I'm sure they can do a cover on it or get the original version of that song and yeah. use that. But I'm sure Brian yeah. Yeah. In there, he probably wants to work New Japan. That's probably why he wants to uh, do some AEW work, so that way he could wait for that New Japan to open up. Maybe work New Japan strong in California. I, I saw what Jericho was trying to trademark God of War too. It is what to do. Yeah, that's that's the name of a uh, video game, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only you would yeah. know. <laughs> I had never played it, but I, 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 you know, I've heard of it. I, I had those games 
so hard that it's hard. I, I don't even finish them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, and also, also congratulations I just want to, to real uh, quick. I I got a bail. Um, All right. And, okay. and okay. All right. I want to say thank you for having me. Everybody, okay. stay safe. Stay Take smart. Take care. Anybody. Call, call back any time, man. Call back any yeah, time. Buddy. Uh, we, We'll be safe, Paul. All right, brother. Take care. That was Todd, man. Great to have him here tonight. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, also, congratulations to uh, Thunder Rosa on uh, being signed by AEW. And her contract was actually bought out earlier today. Birthday today, too. Yeah. Yeah, Happy birthday, Thunder Rosa. And Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, HBK. And Shawn Michaels. <laughs> How old did Shawn Michaels turn? In a sweet birthday. Pretty much. <laughs> a too oh, sweet um, birthday? <laughs> yeah, the click. I mean, yeah, click. <laughs> that was a one point. Well, I got a... It's funny. I got an Dax, 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 Dax posted... Dex Hardwood, uh, with FTR, he posted, happy birthday, HBK. And underneath it, he's got a picture of Bret Hart. <laughs> he's like the greatest oh, wrestler oh, in different oh, 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 that's funny. That's oh, that's funny. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got to say, uh, last night on Dynamite, uh, that one guy... I, I've heard of him, but I've never seen him wrestle. Uh, Nick My Gage, uh, he uh, <laughs> oh. he's, he seems scary. Is is he pretty mm-hmm. scary, Steve? Say that again. Nick Gage. I said Nick Cage. Is he Nick pretty Gage. scary uh, wrestler? Uh, he's he's a one big. of those uh, crazy, ones. very very <laughs> wrestler in that scene. Like he died. You, you, if you've seen the Dark Side of the Ring documentary. Oh, yeah, he almost yeah. died in the, in a, in one of his matches. Yeah, man. I know they were saying yeah. on. Now this is no joke. I was listening to Wrestling uh, Inc. last night, a podcast on YouTube. They were saying that Nick Cage is like the this generation, the New Jack, it's and that they, they said that. They were kind of concerned about what he's going to do next week on TNT because they said they've seen a few of his matches, and they said that the guy doesn't listen. He does whatever nope. he wants oh. to do and gets whatever he wants to do. And you, I was like, oh, my goodness. So listen to David Arquette, Dark Side of the Ring. He got, he got, he got a piece of the Moxley got it too. I wouldn't want to take that. Now, if you're uh, first of all, if he's in the ring with the right person, they'll 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 straighten him out, or you know, just won't work him. If he's unsafe, nobody's gonna work I, you. I think. <laughs> oh, he'll be all right. He'll be all right with Jericho. Trust me, he'll be a fine. Yeah, I think, yeah. Jericho can. Jericho can take care of himself. Oh, Jericho can handle himself. <laughs> oh, I know that. I'm just saying. But you know oh, what yeah. I mean. You don't want to get in the ring oh, with yeah. somebody who's 
Well, Cuckoo Gates, for Cocoa Puffs. I don't think Gates <laughs> is dumb enough. But I think I think he knows this is a big platform for him. So I don't think he wants It's the biggest to, platform he's ever been on, yes. I don't think he wants to, to get too much heat from Jericho in this match. I I think he'll I think he'll definitely have a very hardcore match with Jericho, but I, I think he doesn't want to talk Jericho and, and you know, the higher up that is a big Yeah. Well, this has been interesting tonight, guys. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. Actually. Yeah, we went we, off the rails. We, we covered, all right. We went. We went all kind. We have covered all kinds of ground tonight, and then some. <laughs> um, right. Do, do you have any uh, any plugs you guys want to uh, throw out there? Feel free. Floor is yours. Um, anybody? Anybody? I was speaking. Or Steven on online. Uh definitely looking to uh for wrestling interviews. Uh when they, uh so yeah, when you whenever you uh, Yeah, I don't know. I got a couple of people that wanna come on, they haven't made up their mind, that's why I haven't posted anything. I need to post it tomorrow and Saturday and Sunday, but uh figure out which one's coming on. I tried to get both of them, then they said, Nah, I, yeah, so I'll figure that out. But yeah, pro wrestling interviews every Sunday night, 9 p.m. If you're a diehard pro interview uh, fan, we are now, our replays are now on on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. prior to us going live at 9 p.m. So if you missed last week with Thomas Simpson, you can catch it this week on TigerRadio.com. And you can hear that. And then you can come live on to pro wrestling interviews at 9. That's what I got. Well, I got a, awesome. I got a plug, I got a plug for tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be going to a show in Henrico, Virginia, called the UEW Resurrection. Uh, cool. A lot of, a lot of I know from the Virginia area, so definitely looking forward to that. Um, awesome. And uh, look forward to the results following that. Uh, awesome. Oh, man, if you're in the area, check that out, guys. Listeners are listening in. Sweet. Absolutely. And, and for Brian, an interview you got Sunday anything, night. Brian, uh, well, uh, He's looking for play. Kyle still. <laughs> the only the only thing he's probably on South Park. Uh, you got to check it out. I don't even watch it. Okay, uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> the only <laughs> the only play I got is uh, the WSC Lounge will be returning in the future. I don't know when yet. Uh, still deciding on that. Um, and you know, just continue to keep me and my mom in your prayers. Um, Absolutely. You know, I'm you know I'm doing. I'm doing so much better, you know. I'm, I'm getting out and walking every day, uh, getting uh, trying to get my cholesterol down um, to prevent anything else from going on. And uh, you know, I give I give God all glory, all the glory for it. Um, without Him, I'd be nothing. And uh, you know, I I, I just want to say that it's a uh, it's a pleasure and honor to 
be on Devastator Retro uh, each and every week or, you know, when I get a chance to call in. I don't forget. Um, and, you, you know, thank you always for having me on Papa Stroh. And, uh, and it's always fun getting on here and kidding with uh, Absolutely. amazing Velvet about his uh, friend named Kyle. Yeah, thank you. And uh, always hearing Steve's analysis on uh, wrestling because he is an encyclopedia. I mean, he really yeah, he is. Amazed, <laughs> amazed you, you know, with uh, especially the Jap- the Japanese uh, oh, yeah. prospect of it. I mean, he, he's uh, on it, man. He could be the future Mike Tanay, I believe. I mean, he uh, really. Uh, oh no! Does a good don't job call him Mike Tanay. <laughs> Well, I'm saying because Mike Tanay had the analysis in WCW of all the cruiserweights. I mean, he was he was shooting that out left and right. I'm like, my goodness! But uh, and and you know, uh, Matt Stryker, he's kind of like that too. You know, the knowledge of different luch, uh, uh, luchadors and cruiserweights and all that stuff. But uh, all right, I believe that's about all in the. <laughs> on the plugs and uh I'll keep everybody uh posted, you know, uh, whenever there's another show coming up. And really quickly, Stro, I wanna ask you this. Uh okay. about somebody else and I, I know you probably worked with them in Davis W but I just wanna know on a on a personal level to you what kind of uh what kind of individual they were. I mean I, I know they were Pretty good wrestler, I guess you could say. Um, what was it like for you working with Glenn Gaberti, Disco Inferno? Oh, he was he was a cool guy to me. He always was cool to me. I mean, he yeah, did his uh, thing, you know. What I mean, I mean, very cool, you know, very cordial when I met him. You know, he he's very he, polarizing on on these yeah. podcasts. But he had a hand in training carrying cross, so I just wonder, like. How much carrying uh, cross took from Glenn? Now that I think about it. So how how long has Glenn like before WCW was was he wrestling before then as, as anybody else? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. He oh, he was. Yeah. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. He's a. Uh, oh yeah. Like he always was good to me. You know, I never had any beef with him. I mean. What what other companies did he work in before David Sedevi? Like he he was like some of the Georgia independents at the time. Wow! Some of the independent promotion. I, I never yeah. knew that. He also worked uh, at, USWA at one point. Right, and he, and he, he did in USWA. Yeah. Wow! So did yeah, Kidman. Yeah. So the so the Kidman and Canyon. I remember when they first kind of got in USWA because I was there at the time t- teaming with Tommy Rich. Kidman and Canyon was there. T- I didn't know that. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah, Memphis. Oh yeah. Man. Memphis had so much talent come through there. Mm-hmm. I know. Th- Absolutely. I know that. Uh, I didn't know this till about about, about a month month or two ago. But I know Brian Cage done a lot of Canyon. That's where he got the saying, "Who better than Cage?" You know, he does it in memory of Canyon. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, that's. That's pretty neat. Didn't, didn't Cage recently win the championship there in uh, Impact? Uh, yeah, is he there correctly? 
No, no, he he's with uh, AEW, Brian Cage. No, right, I, I right. Think, I think he. I think he made a trip there to Impact here recently. If not mistaken. Oh, he did. I I, I didn't know that. I I read that uh, Missy Hyatt wrestled. <laughs> Missy Hyatt. Yeah, I know, folks. You did hear me say Missy mm-hmm. Hyatt. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. man, it's a good thing you weren't in in our book either. Ooh, some of the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Oh boy. Yeah, you just have to read a book to know what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, it's a mess. Right. <laughs> some stories. Oh my god. There's a quote. There's a quote from Kevin Nash uh-huh. in, in the side <laughs> part of the book. It says. I think I'm about the only one that hasn't slept with Missy Hyatt. Oh, uh, I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's man. funny. Uh, wow! Yeah. Wow! But you have to read the book. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil it for you. Well, I don't spoil too, it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Him. That's I remember. Uh, I, I, when I talked to Devore, uh, Sir Everett Devore. I've talked to him every once in a while, and I still crash up to him. You know, we talk about the story about him and Missy Hyatt, like, mm. coming to the ring together and everything, and they had to, like, a little dance-off at one point. Oh, it was hysterical. <laughs> hysterical. I can't, but, uh, I can't believe yeah. that match I seen the other night on YouTube. <laughs> um, it was it was uh, Bobby Eaton managed by Michael Hayes against Tommy Rich. Managed by Ted DiBiase. Wow, Some of yeah, classic. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't, I, I didn't even know that uh, DiBiase ever managed Tommy Rich. I mean, I was like, wow. And oh, they Michael have a lot of together. Tommy Rich and DiBiase do. Someone said something about getting a prize. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, <laughs> you don't, you don't remember the Mister Mr. R angle they had. Where um, uh-uh. Debbie thought Tommy Rich was Mr. R, and Tommy Rich showed up at ringside waving, waving at him, and <laughs> turned out Mr. Yeah, R was Brad right. Armstrong. Yeah, exactly. that was a hot angle back then. Georgia Championship Wrestling, man. I don't mm-hmm. think I, I don't think I remember that. Well, it was look it your up, time, buddy. <laughs> yeah, before your time. <laughs> it probably was. I mean, I, I was probably. <laughs> I was probably just a kid when you know when that happened. Yeah, that was hot ankle back then, man. So that was before Tommy Rich and Tommy Rich went at it. Yeah, Tommy Rich waving at Doogie Austin. Hi, Ted. Hi, Ted. Oh my God. Hey, brother. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. All right. All right. Yes. Everybody Thank you guys good so night. much. You guys, make you guys make the shows always. Thank you guys so much for everything. Uh, come back next week, Absolutely. please. Bring your friends. Love this show. Bring your friends. Yes, bring your yes. Hey, your friends. Come on, let's make it a party next week. Next week we're going to be talking about the greatest commentators on oh, wrestling television. Oh, heck yeah, we're on now. Oh, that that ought to be good. Yes, sir. We're a lot on of fun. Now. I can't, can't, can't wait for that. Yes. And listeners are listening. Mama Mia, absolutely. We got to throw him mm-hmm. in the mix too. 
Um, the Cats Archives is night show on VOCNation.com. Just look at WCW Retro and the day date, 7-22-2021. Um, be good to yourselves and each other. Take care of yourselves. Have a great rest of the week and weekend. We'll see you next Thursday. And we'll end, the, we'll end it off with some classic Terry Funk Japanese thing for you. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. There we go. Ooh. <laughs> so, <laughs>